Yes, that time again. Thursday, 5 o'clock. Well, it's not 5 o'clock, actually. It's 5.07, isn't it, Giller? It appears to be. It appears to be. <laughs> pretty, pretty close to 5.07. We, we, we're still getting ourselves uh, sort of ready in this, in this COVID environment. Um, had sort of several precautions before we can come on air and that sort of thing. Um, but we're going to get the happy hour underway anyway. East FM 88.1, 107.1. Um, Giller, what's been happening? Well, it's been another one of those odd weeks, isn't it? It has. Um, I don't know what's been happening. Because there's F all sport on. Well, that was the sports yep. hour. I'm thinking, what sport did I watch? None. What sport did I miss out on? Miss out on Crusaders playing blues. Yep. Um, I've watched some golf. And that would probably be the sport I've been watching. It's, it's a bit to, yeah, it's sort of waiting for that all black match again or the warm up match for next week, perhaps. Which may or may not happen because now they're saying that uh, Auckland based players won't be granted exemptions to travel to, well, Wellington. to Wellington. Yes. Um, so why don't you just play it in Auckland? So do they bring the other ones in? Wouldn't that make more sense? It would make, uh, it would make sense. And what do you say to all the people up at the. Um, mm. Of the Bombay's or Look, Eden Park that. has to get real. Um, they lost the the Blues Crusaders game last Sunday, um, a COVID casualty, mm-hmm. and this game isn't going to happen. Um, it's going to happen in Wellington with subpar players because it'll be missing at least fourteen ba- uh, Auckland-based players. Right, and that includes guys play for the Chiefs who live in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Who are they? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but they probably live out south. In fact, they probably don't. They probably live in Parnell or something. They could. To be honest, yeah. Uh, no, so I uh, look. It's um, so. What have I done? Yeah, that's that's what I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how <laughs> much more exciting it is to say. No, that's it. You should have turned <laughs> on the TV and you're like, oh, another repeat. This looks like fun, doesn't it? Some of the games do look like fun. I saw an NPC game uh, from back in the day. You know, you click on Sky and the, the screen goes. I don't know why. Modern technology goes blank before it goes anything else. Yeah. And then the um, turn the uh, uh, the the, the, the subtitles come up. North yep. Harbour versus Auckland yep. final. I thought, oh, I was hoping it was going to be that. What was it like ninety seven or something? No, uh, the one in ninety. Oh, the, the fight at Onywood Domain. Is yeah, that what you're that, talking about? That's the one. I thought, man, there's going to be this one. Flick it on, and uh, it was like nineteen ninety eight or something. It was like, yeah, not the same. That no. was a game that would have been worth watching again. Remember that punch-up, though? There was a massive brawl. Like, Robin Brooke was niggling someone in the Harvard team. I think it was like Liam Barry or someone like that. Or Ian Jones. Yeah, well, Ian wasn't shy of a no. bit of a scrap, was he? Um, and, you know, it all blew up, and it was an awesome game, eh, in yeah. the end. Finished. There was some hatred, though, from Harbour at the time because Harbour had only been its own province sort of maybe... 10 years up until that point. It was 86, I think, wasn't it? Was it 86? Because Buck Shelford went over the bridge, didn't he? So right. I reckon it was about 85 or 6. Yeah, I think, yeah around there. Because mm, he, he, in those days, Zinni was in front of him and, and whatever. And, well, Zinni had sort of emerged, hadn't he? And then Buck said, uh, might just go down the road. Well, over the bridge and start North Harbour. It actually might have been before Zinni. Who was playing? Zinni was around in the time, though. Mm. Um, but he can't have been, he might have been a whippersnapper. Yeah, he was a whippersnapper. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. can't even remember. Was it Glenn Rich, the Auckland number eight at the time? Mm, that no. name rings a bell to me. No. We're talking about sort of Morris Traps at an era. Yeah, and, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Where it was, no. um, so and that Auckland team just couldn't be beaten. Basically, it was Dow Brown, Fitzy, yeah. front, that's your front row. Well, I had John Drake as well originally. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, we're going back to eighty-five. Uh, so Peter Fatialofa. I was talking eighty-five. Yes. Oh, of course. Uh, team for the ages. Yeah. Incredible team. Incredible team. Um, I just remember as a kid just going to games and going, we just never lose. And then when I was about, I reckon about fifteen, Bay of Plenty. No, Waikato won it first, didn't so it? We they, took it off you. So that was 93. So that was Warren Gatlin, 92, I think. 92. And then we won okay. in 93. Yeah. So we had a good couple of years. So we took the, Gatlin, we are down in the corner, Gatlin used his hand to rake the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Got yeah. it off because I cheated. <laughs> and we got it. So yeah. That's it. So, yeah. so back in the days when everyone cared about Renfrew Shield rugby. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It was huge. And it was the worst was thing ever to lose a day. Like, oh, your, your town was destroyed you almost. You couldn't imagine, particularly, I mean, we, we took it off you guys for the first time in seven years or something I think you had well you guys have been to Division 2 so that wasn't you didn't get a lot of shots at it really for a while yeah uh, okay uh, and then we won in 93 
No, before 93. So yes. Waikato was indeed two in about 86, 7, I think, 88. Right. Yeah. Oh. The shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, probably numbers stack up. I'm not sure. Historically. But they take the last 15 years and the Blues are shit. Yeah, I think where we lost most of our players, which is uh, <laughs> a little bit to do with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and coaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Filter through. And you choose oh, Jed Rowlands. Where where, where's he coming from? He literally, I think he's like coaching like, Korea or something whack or Korean woman or right something they have its merits I'm sure I suppose so mm. when there's nothing else he's paid well and lives in exotic places that's the thing you probably get sort of um, the full geishic treatment as well uh, in Korea uh, well <laughs> I don't actually know if it's Korea so I'm just uh, you know, <laughs> I am being, being yeah. really racially loose <laughs> um, let's just say he's somewhere in, in, somewhere in that vicinity well, let's, that well it's not Japan, Japan is it so oh, no well that would be the geisha okay he might be uh, might be like coaching like the Bangkok Bettys or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? First 15. Yes. Yeah. All right. I don't know where he's coaching. Recruited from the markets of Pat Pong. <laughs> I don't know. If you're listening, Jed, which you won't be because you're in, having a good time. <laughs> I don't know where you are. In uh, Thailand, <laughs> let's say. There he is. Um, yeah, good on you. But um, shit, they have been through a lot of coaches. Warriors are the same though, eh? They've yes. been through so many coaches. So it's an awkward thing, you reckon? Could it be. shouldn't be. I mean, you had stability for I think now the stability's back with... Uh, um, old Leon with a Cantab and a he's not a Cantab he's from uh, Blenheim isn't of he of course so he's from um, the Crusaders region no, actually isn't he is he actually where's he from originally is it Blenheim I think he is from Blenheim yes. he is born and bred yeah. okay. and uh, and that's Marlborough yeah so he's from Marlborough um, yeah, that's Marlborough. like saying an Auckland is from um, the King Country for instance or that does run just because they in the South Island doesn't mean he's a Cantab no I mean, and Christchurch is, yeah, yeah, it's quite right. Just, mm. He did play for them, I mean. But, you know, he wanted to play for the best team, didn't he? He did. I suppose. He was sort of a um, – Leo McDonald was a – he was a handy footballer, wasn't he? He, was a, he could play sort of fullback. Very steady. Midfield at, yeah, 13, yeah. He was a bit of a sheen field pot for the modern age, but – Oh, he's but without the grizz shagging his his missus <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't I don't know for sure, but I'm sure any anyone who knows anything about New Zealand rugby has heard that rumor. Um, first time that it. yeah that fellow called Shane Philpot got in the All Blacks on 1989 tour of. <laughs> England, Wales, well, let's just say the British Isles, as they were known at the time. Um, and his selection was so much of a surprise. Um, his own teammates didn't even know him, if, unless they were Canterbury players. Right. They didn't really know who he was. Um, and and he, he didn't disgrace, to be fair. No. Um, he played okay. And he got even selected on another tour a few years later. So... Um, he probably had, you know, he was a good all-round footballer by yes. all accounts. But, but he was he was tarnished with that from day dot, you know. Yeah. The world's, New Zealand's worst all-black. Yeah, kind of like the Jacinda rumours that are going around at the moment, which we can't talk about on air. But, no. but the you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do know what you mean, exactly. So, hey... Make of it at what you will, but um, I'm sure there's plenty of stories like that from the tours. Oh, there'd be ample. Isn't and that there? shield. Yeah. Yeah. Like the filthy things they got. We we all saw what the Chiefs got up to a few years ago at our end of season function. And they were, that's when they're at their height of, you know, PC. Exactly. That's when they were the, um, the, the golden boys of the, of the competition, the winners. So you sort of cut that in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and cut it in half again, and we're probably at what yeah, what would have been the celebrations in '93. What do you think Gats did with the shield? Do you think he sort of dry humped it, or? Oh, I know that I'm not sure what he did, but yeah, there was. Have you heard some stories? Oh, there'll be activity for sure. Yeah, uh, not will be there has been, and there will always be as long as it exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a thought that it was left me a bit of a shame. Okay. It was about, it was about the. That happens to me a lot, particularly at this time of day. Anytime yeah. after four, no, 20 past four, I find it yeah. tends, uh, tends to will affect it come me. Back to me, who knows? Who uh, knows, really? I was rugby, and I thought it was going to be a good year. Yeah. That's, that's oh, you were going to talk about some tales from the tours, is what you were going to uh, do. Oh, actually, there we go. Thank you. Uh, no, it's mm. actually, it was, it was down to the um, the Sorensen brothers, I read. And I, I, somehow I... I, I Dane Sorensen. And Kurt. And uh, Kurt, yeah. 
So I was doing a crossword and I couldn't remember either of them, their names. Yeah. And, uh, so I looked them up and then I looked, there was an article I read about, um, I believe it was Dane Sorensen, um, and he talked about, you know, all the stuff that they got up to in, in their day. Um, just simply, simply would nowhere near happen now. No. So, uh, yeah, well, that was the old goes on tour, stays on tour sort of a thing. Oh, wasn't and it? even prior to that, that was like we're talking like. But that was just days. cheating on their misses and stuff. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about you know filthy, um, feral, savage acts performed on trophies and things like that. There's got to be a oh, story yeah. like that brewing. There must be. I mean, mm. uh, we have to ask. Some, someone sort of shat inside a stein like a cup or something. Surely. Probably, I don't know. I mean, Maybe a prop. I know they drink out of that. So, yeah, and I think they would know. But that. this is pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah. Well, <laughs> but it wasn't pre-scat scat movies, was it? <laughs> Someone laying a cable. Two girls, one cup. <laughs> we, we, weren't, we, we weren't worried. Two girls, one Bledisloe low cup. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, reactions. Exactly. Mm, no, that would be uh, yeah. So I'd suggest, well, there'd, there'd be some activity for sure. Some activity for sure. Have you been watching the CPL, the Caribbean? Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I'm never uh, gonna, no, I don't know. Um, Premier League. No. Uh, I was watching Ish Sodi Bolder Ross Taylor today. Oh, yes. Uh, Roscoe ran himself out. Well done. So nothing unusual there. Really? Um, I actually put f- footage of it up on the um, the Facebook page for Sports Happy Hour, uh, which I'm sure you're all uh, subscribing to. Yeah, they'll be uh, following, I'm sure. And, you know, there's all sorts of giveaways and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> you know I'm lying. But, uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of giveaways. There's all sorts of giveaways. I yeah. might, oh, I mean, I could, like, get some T-shirts or something. I don't know for our super fans, but... yeah. We'll see what happens. Anyway, that's the only cricket really going on at the moment because uh, Pakistan, England just fizzled. Uh, the rain put a dampener on things, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, that's boring. It. Very boring. One innings each, nothing happened. Um, and when's the next game? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's good. Nobody knows when anything is anymore. Nah. Yeah, it's. It's a post-apocalyptic sports world now. It um, is. I did see a funny story there. This was actually sent this. Um, uh, Dylan Hartley, the former England hooker, who was born in New Zealand, actually, he um, uh, and he's put out a book. And to sell a few copies, he's talked about the um, England's disastrous 2011 Royal, Royal Rugby World Cup carnage tour in New Zealand. Basically said all the players were getting pissed and blah, blah, blah. Usually I take these things with a grain of salt, but... I was at a bar called the Elbow Room on Jervois Road. Some might say Jervois Road. Um, in 2011, and I viewed Martin Johnson, who, to be fair to him, was retired and <laughs> part of the part of the furniture. Lawrence Delalio, um, I think uh, Rob Andrew was even with them, um, and a couple of others basically fall out of Andiamo restaurant, trip over, and they had their bus parked right outside, so there was no mistaking who it was, right? England rugby team. And they were all fucking, I mean, jolly hammered. They were hammered. Really? It was an embarrassment. Is that right? Midweek? Yeah. Oh, this, yeah, between games. Is that right? And to be fair, I'm not saying I saw um, a lot of players. I might have seen a couple of guys who weren't going to suit up, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, but they didn't see a lot of discipline. And so the story that um, Dylan Hartley's put out this week is sort of stunt the ring true. As soon as I read it, I went, yep, he's on the money. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Well, the video footage of down in, in Queenstown with uh, Tyndall bearing his head and, and another woman's um, chest. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. They tossed some dwarves. That's right, the dwarf tossing. Yeah. None of these things would hold up in 2020. Nah, I mean, it's, it's been nine short years, even, isn't it? Even then, you, you sort of tossing dwarves a little bit naff. Mm. Um, even though, by all accounts, they love it. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> by they, you mean dwarves? Yeah, they love it. Okay. Um, the ones that are being tossed. Yeah. I mean, they haven't just been collected from well, I mean, outside. Not, yeah, I don't think they're sort of getting rounded up by <laughs> a, a dwarf they're catcher. Going, what are, what's my job? You're going to get picked up and thrown. That's it. On something hard? No, it's soft. Oh, sounds all right. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun for them, isn't it? We'll do that. So they did that. And then, yeah, he reckons your dwarf got tossed. And uh, But he also talked about the injuries that, that these boys have and how hard it is to, uh, is to stay on the field. And, yeah, it's... it's uh, I read another article, similar similar story. Yeah. Uh, same same sort of hawking the book. Yeah. And um, yeah, just talked about how, you know, yeah. hawking the book. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to get some some sales. Yeah. Wow. Why not? There's nothing else happening, is there? No. 
MS Dhoni retired from international cricket. To be honest, I thought he already had. Um, one of those, I think it's one of those I retire from this format and not the other situations. So all formats? It looks like it. But okay. even then it only says international cricket, so right. who knows. So IPL. I mean, he's about 40 anyway. I mean, he'll probably just play a few T20s. Straight the coaching? Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably I, he's more that kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. He's. I don't think he's that cricket-centric no. from what I understand about him. He's being paid like, or has been paid for mm. or something. But he's a laid back cat. Like, right. he's, he's quite different. Um, he's in the, uh, he's an honorary lieutenant colonel in the um, Indian Air Force as well. And he, right? he prances around at the border with Pakistan and stuff and makes fun of the guys with the feathers doing that. Raises it, raise the, oh, that's a Kashmir. You talking Kashmir as well? Uh, no, just the Pakistan India right. border, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always a bit of a laugh. Yes. Um, and yeah. Antagonizing your neighbors. <laughs> and they do, they, they just don't get on. I don't know what it is. Well, up in Kashmir, they've got the, uh, uh, I know it's the Indians, so probably is the Pakistani suit. I think they're still disputing that. Yeah. That little spot up there. Kashmir. They've been talking about that for years. Well, they do, and they do these big march. They do these big marches, almost like yep. those. Uh, you know, Orange John, marches. John Cleese doing his big, think, funny, big high steps way yep. up in the air. Ministry of Funny Walks. Well, actually, not, not the, all the funny stuff, but just as the high up yep. toes as high in yep. the air as they can. That's what I'm talking about. Slamming down as hard as they possibly can. And it looks like they're going to fall over, yeah, but they and don't. They've got terrible knee injuries as a result of this marching style yep. because they continue to slam their knees with straight locked knees um, onto the hard ground repeatedly day after day as a sign of like a peacock yep. which, which is because they're not allowed to carry weapons up there so they do, no. this, they do that instead the bastion of journalistic integrity that is the New Zealand Herald had a story yesterday um, sorry, I just lost it on the page. It's it's good fun. Let's let's scrub that and talk about. It. <laughs> I don't know what I've done with it. Um, yeah, I'm actually on stuff. That's probably something to do with it. Um, you know, oh, I, I know what it was. It was Aaron Smith. Um, got did got left out of the oh, yeah. hypothetical. I saw the team of the season. Thought, wow, what's this? Yeah, and it, it was breaking news according to the Herald. Right. Um, and how livid and outraged people were. I mean, outrage gets thrown around a lot now, but how outraged people were that Aaron Smith, who's the all-black halfback, uh, had been left out of a hypothetical team picked by probably journalists uh, for the season. And not even only that, there was a spot for two halfbacks. I oh, know there was only a spot for one halfback, wasn't there, in the, in the Dream 15? Yes. So they just went with TJ, and they're both of them are much of a muchness, so whatever. Um, I'd, I'd take Aaron Smith's pass over uh, so would I. Um, they seem to like um, Triple T as well, don't they? Oh, he's come back. Yes, he, yeah, because he um, he couldn't get a game with the Chiefs. Because Webb has fallen off the pace a little bit this season, I thought. Really? I thought so. I thought he but he does have a quick pass. I was going to say, I thought he won us a few games, but of course he didn't win any games. <laughs> no. No, so that went out there. Oh, we haven't brought that up. This is like this is the first episode we haven't brought up. Well, we didn't play. The Chiefs not winning any games. Right. Yeah. You know, it was just... Yeah, I mean, I'm quoting. Um, I was making fun of the New Zealand Herald, and then I completely lost what I was talking about. So yes, that's it's all sporting karma, isn't but it? it? But it is an outrage that Aaron Smith was not in a hypothetical fifteen that yes. doesn't play anybody. I know. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is a mm. bit of a. This is just a, it's a headline screen, and mm. you look open it up. Yeah. Well, this is not that important, eh? It's not. It's a waste of my time. But will he be in the actual All Blacks? Probably yes. I'd suggest he will. So who cares? Yes. I mean, that isn't news. I mean, I've worked in, you know, obviously in journalism and that, and it's just not news. It's, it's not rubbish. News. It's lots of rubbish. Follow. It's getting people to look at your site by throwing out some sensationalist headline in red. And what they do, uh, I've noted, is that quite often, you know, if they give the story a bit more airtime, they'll just change the headline. Yeah. So next day, you go, hey, look at this. Or well, they'll one. put update on or something. Yeah. And the update is all that one person's quoted and said. Yes. From All Blacks management and said, both Aaron and TJ have been playing really well this season, but we just felt blah, blah, blah. Generic nothing. But, you know, it's not even coming from management because it's not an official no, team. Nothing it's not a story. You know what I mean? They reckon they're going to get eight or nine all-back tests played this year. You reckon? Well, that's what they talk No, that's a load of rubbish. Yeah. Absolutely no way. There's no way. No. It's almost that? September. What are they even thinking about? They're talking eight to nine tests. Okay, so when and where? All here. 
Yep. Another team. When you say here, Auckland or well, the country? Probably, See, that's the other problem. Yeah, probably not Auckland. Yeah. You have to go Wellington or Dunedin. The problem is they're going to fly internationally into Auckland. Nah. Only the Aussies could get to Wellington probably in Christchurch. Direct flights. Aussies could. Well, do the, the, the Africans come by? Why do they wait? Oh, my God. They're not, they're not going to come. They're talking about five games against the, the Australians. God knows how give, give it up. Game give it up. Be, let alone game five. Give it up now. But there's nothing else. The NZR are just going, please come and play us. Five games you know? against the Aussies. Good God. I mean, the only game worth watching at the moment is England, New Zealand. So... I'd like to see that. You know, but it never happens because they're on the opposite sides of the world. Yes. And there's a corona epidemic sweeping it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so we've got two years before we're playing them again. But that's part of the thing with England because we only ever play them one-offs. It's remarkable for the... Because uh, the they ap- swing low sweet charity at home. Well, they did. They don't anymore. For the appetite for that game, yeah. for world rugby, is huge. Yeah. And, of course, that is largely driven. I suppose, oh, that's in part driven by... They don't happen very often. Yeah. But you could easily double them and still be good, I reckon. Like what they should do is... Every one yeah. Half. Sorry. The All Blacks um, tend to lose when they play in places like Chicago. And, you know, we lost the Irish and this sort of thing. And, and they don't play their best when they're outside of, not necessarily New Zealand, but outside of Eden Park. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We do seem to turn it on for Eden Park. Yeah. And I think if you were going to play England on a regular basis... Um, a, you'd have to have a global season. B, you'd have to play them in Asia. And I think the All Blacks, just, it wouldn't suit their game playing no. in Asia. I really don't. Which part? Asia's huge. Uh, Japan. Okay. Okay, let's go Singapore as well, maybe. It's hot and sweaty. It is. But it'd be a leveller as well, wouldn't it? The English it? would struggle. I mean, mm. I mean, that humidity is incredible. I've never, I've never been, I have been to Singapore, but not out of the airport, but I've been to Cuba. Did you get arrested? No, smuggling? No, no. no. Just, just travelling through as a youngster. youngster. Um, but recently in... Um, Changi Airport. Wonderful. In Bangkok. But Changi apparently is the best in the world. I feel like sponsoring the show, Changi. Give me a call. Of course. They've got like waterfalls and wild They have. And all sorts They've of got, stuff. you can actually hunt wild boar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they have a little game park in yeah. there as well. Is that right? Yeah. So For all those stateless people from COVID. Yes. Yeah, they have to fend for themselves now. All right. That's no, it. No money? All right. That's Go it. Catch, catch your meal. They release rabbits and trout into the um, into the ponds as well. Some, I think so. You get some, you get some people there. Some some sort of a you know, very adaptable culture type people who love to go fishing. Yeah, tickle the fish and tickle the trout and just hook it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't laugh because you tourism is is a flatlining in New Zealand. So trout fishing is becoming a sport again amongst the locals, from what I understand. Oh, really? Who have been put off a bit by because there's so many tourists doing it. Oh, okay. Um, they're out when you can fish, that is, but I think outside of Auckland, you're fine. Because at Tolmarito River, mm. I was there, oh, Adam, oh, I don't know when I was there anymore, before the first lockdown, I think. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, for sure, the river was, um, my uncle was looking down because this is why I don't go fishing anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, tons yeah. of folk. Um, but apparently they're all out again, all the, you know, the old sort of man of the sea, so to speak. They're all out there with their lines. and Man of the sea in a river. Uh, man fishing? of the river. Oh, yeah. River man. Trout fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, there's ocean trout. Well, there is ocean trout. Uh, that's, yeah. that's true, but I don't think they live around here. No. no. I think Kahawai is known up north or something similar is known as sea trout. Yeah, sea absolutely. Trout. Um, which doesn't sound that good. Sea trout. Sea trout. Well, it's in French, uh, trout de mer. Oh, of course. Um, that's what they call Kahawai. Yeah. I don't know is a way better name. Yeah, see, I always thought Kahawai was indigenous, but obviously it isn't. Uh... It could be a variation of. Okay. Same subgroup, same family, whatever they are, I'm sure they do. I can look it up. We're going to have a little break. Uh, Bad English, taking it back to 87 with When I See You Smile. East FM 88.1. Stay tuned, we'll be back. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how I'd ever make it through. Through this world without having you I just wouldn't have a clue Cause sometimes it seems like this world's closing in on me 
there's no way of breaking free And then I see you reach for me Sometimes I wanna give up, wanna give in I wanna quit the fight And then I see you, baby Seven. You're on the Sports Happy Hour, part two. We were late starting. We've only really done about 25 minutes of actual uh, entertainment, if you can call it that, haven't uh, we, Gilla? Strong words. Uh, strong word entertainment. <laughs> uh, anywho, what were we talking about before we went on our little break? I know, we were talking about MS Dhoni retiring from international cricket. Mm-hmm. Age 40, I've just found out. Um, so, hey, he can keep going. He probably won't, though. He's got a bunch of cash. Yeah, well, as I mentioned, he'd probably get involved with some mm. sport team. But like, sure. you know, he's a... I'm not sure. I don't know. Mate, he'll probably just buy an IPL team because he's money in the bank, yes, just his does. image, right? Of course. Yeah, you know, he's second kind of only to... to um, to Tindalka and to um, Coley, obviously. Right, right. So Coley probably is a bit more prominent, you know, in people's eyes now just because he's the captain and he's a centre man and, you know, but Donny's got a lot of love as well. Oh, look, he's done a huge amount of the game for such a a long period of time, so, yeah, I'm sure he's got leverage there. (laughs) (laughs) I remember watching a Donny movie, um, but it was, you know, it was scripted. Mm -hmm. 
And and the actors, you know, it wasn't Donnie in it. It was, it was paid actors. Right. And I saw an aeroplane going, I think, to the UK about three years ago, and it was called, like, MS Donnie, Hero of the World or some crap. And basically it was sort of um, him getting them over the line in the 07. When did they win the World Cup? The 03. One of the two. Anyway, it's all about uh, Donnie, basically, and it's just a homage and it's oh, it's a little bit Bollywood. Of course. Oh, yes. It's quite dramatic in parts. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a, 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 a real... It's Bollywood, but without the dancing, there's no real dancing. Oh, isn't there? No, it's not really... It's, I mean, it's not a narrative, it's not a tale. I've yet to watch a, a Bollywood film. So. It's a biopic, sort of. Right. Because yeah. they make flashbacks to his youth and his dad giving him, you know, pads and saying, one day, M. Mahindra Singh, you will play cricket for India. Whoa. So, Do you know what I mean? I saw it. Straight yeah, up. Saw it straight up. Well, but that maybe didn't, that didn't happen, you know. What sports movies... Um, well, what's your favourite sports movie, first of all? Because there's a lot of controversy about my favourite Rudy. While, while you're thinking about it, Rudy, do you remember that movie Rudy? No. Uh, Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings and all those 80s films um, plays Rudy Rudiger, who is a, a kid basically who joined college late um, and did his schoolwork and got admitted to Notre Dame because he always wanted to play football for them. He was a football player at his high, his high school, <laughs> but he was literally like five foot four and, and you know, small build. Um, and he, he, the movie romanticised him hanging out with the football team at Notre Dame, which he fought his way in because he's a yes. son of a steel worker and all this sort of stuff. Oh, okay. um, and I thought it was the great... And then it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, How old is it? 93, I think, 94. Um, no, I've never heard of it. No. Nah. <laughs> well, have a look anyway. It's... it's if you're in the US, you would have heard it. Everybody's heard of it over there. It was like a massive film in the uh, US. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, factually, um, some of it's true and some of it isn't. I realise it's, uh, you know, work of entertainment. Of course. But I was just let down by the emotional aspects, like some of it's true. He does get onto the field in the final play of his final game of his senior year and he makes a tackle. Yes. Yeah, it, despite being a midget. I was going to say someone chops him down mm. brutally and let him... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better, though, that wouldn't it? That ends his career. Yeah, and that was the end. Well, there's nothing after that because it's college football, you right. know. Unless you go in the NFL, uh, there's nothing. So that's the end. NFL or the Major League mm. M- MLS. We weren't. We were talking about um, American football. Oh, it was American football, not football. 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 Ah. Oh, I get where you're going now. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, you can chop them down still. And that's what. But he was a midget in American football. It wouldn't have mattered if he was a midget in, in <laughs> soccer football. Would it? I was just thinking about as a. Okay. <laughs> that's why I thought football. I thought I know that. Anyway, it wasn't. He wasn't playing football. So, what was your favorite sport? Did you like that uh, Will Smith? Um, Muhammad Ali movie called mm. Ali. I, I thought it missed the spot. What uh, spot? G uh, spot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, um, he got his mannerisms and everything, but I, he, you could tell it was him acting. Uh, I'm going back on a movie. I get. I, I know exactly what you mean by that. From yeah. so long ago, I haven't watched it. It's so not long. authentic because yeah. You, yeah, but that could be just because he was pigeonholed into comedic roles sort of before that. Could be, but I just don't. think He, he is a good off. actor though, Will uh, Smith. Probably. Um, uh, da, da, da. Yeah, I can't recall. I, mean, I remember watching When We Were Kings about real yep. Ali um, nice. Rob in the Jungle with, yep. um, with Foreman, and that was fantastic. Yep. Um, that that sort of sticks in my mind a whole lot more than than, than that than Ali. So Did you watch back. the MJ doco? MJ? No, didn't watch that. I didn't watch. I haven't. Not seen. Michael Jackson. No. Michael Jordan. Oh, sorry, Michael Jordan. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, you go. I did see that one, and there was. Uh, I didn't yeah. see the Jordan one. Um, well, the Jordan one had less sort of um, pedophilia and stuff like that. In it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so it was. It was. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's the one you want to watch out of the two. Yes, you know that. Would yeah, attention go there. Yeah. Um, sport movies would be. I don't know. I mean, it'd be a hard one for me to answer. Yeah. Like, even if you go back to the you know, the classic Rocky, well, I'm not even sure I've seen the one of them in one sitting from start to end. I think I've seen them heaps of times, but in never in one go. Out of sequence. You mean. Yeah, and even the whole film themselves, like I, I, yeah, I can't remember watching all of them or any of them. Um, mm. So, 
Well, you're not much use in a sort of in a situation where you're being asked what your favourite sports film is, and you haven't seen Rocky in order. (laughs) Invictus. That's like watching. You know what I did? I know exactly what you mean, though, because when I was a kid, I was like five when Return of the Jedi came out. Yes. And of course, I watched that one first. Yes. And then Star Wars a few years later finally came out on VHS. Yes. And it was like thirty bucks to to rent it or something. Yeah. And then, do you remember rewind fees? 50 cents if oh, you didn't rewind right, it or a right. dollar was added that's to your right. account. Yes, I do remember those. They were brutal, eh? It could have been. <laughs> Late <laughs> fees were worse. Anyway, where was I going with this? Uh, the way that I watched the Rockies in order. Mm. Star- oh, right. Star- so it's the same way. It's like back to Star Wars. it's like how I did it. Yeah. So I do know what you mean. Um, uh, sport, 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 sport. Mighty Ducks. That was all right. Yeah. Uh, what about D2? Are you a Medio Estevez fan? Is uh, no. I like, Young Guns was pretty good. He's Charlie Sheen's brother, eh? Yeah. 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 Young Guns is pretty good. Um, sport movie. Because he looks like Martin Sheen, their father, quite a bit. Uh, yes, indeed. What yeah. about any given Sunday? That'll probably be one. Probably. Okay. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, and uh, Al Pacino. James Woods. Al Mike, Pacino. Michael Mann. Uh, Michael Mann. No, it was no, it was um, or Platoon. It was um, Stone. Oliver it was Stone. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Yeah, because yeah. he plays a terrible part as a commentator in it. Oh, yes. He is the worst director turned actor cameo oh, guy really? ever. I need to have a look at that. Because usually directors have have done some acting or you know they're around it enough that they know what they're doing sort of. But he was nowhere. He can't act for shit. Oh, like really? it's embarrassing. And he always puts himself in his films. Like, he usually plays an announcer or a disc jockey. And I think in Platoon, he's a DJ on the radio, and you see him briefly. Yeah, yeah. That's a great film. But uh, it was actually on uh, last night. Really? In fact, late. Right. Unless I was in some sort of psychedelic haze. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it was on. (laughs) 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 Flashback to Platoon. Looks like Lydia Coe has got her game back in order. Um, After... We talked about her coach the other week, didn't we? Sean Foley. Sean yeah. Foley, yeah. Apparently he's not doing much technically with her. He's just getting into her head. Okay. And telling her to play freer, more aggressive, and just have fun, which... That's what we said, though. Yeah, we did. I, I we did. Why didn't she just listen to us? Uh, Never she, happens. She might not have tuned in that, that week. Mm. Um, Do you know once... She's in charge of the information. If it's free, she's not going to value it. Mm. I wouldn't take anything I said with her. Yeah, with any certainty. Um, but <laughs> I once told Lou Vincent years ago um, that he was sort of um, transferring his weight wrong on his front foot and that's why he kept nicking out because I kept noticing him doing it, right? Yeah. And he said, yeah, and then he became, like, pretty good. <laughs> and then we all know what happened after that. So, <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you got so When he was playing for, like, Takapuna or something, I remember having a convo with him because I could just notice he had this little flaw and it was he was pressing forward and losing the sort of his weight a bit and, and necking off all the time. Is that right? Yeah, and so I just noticed it. And then I said, and usually he could have told me just to F off, but he was like, oh, no, cool, man, I'll look at it. And then he started making a few runs and then he made, started making a few bucks, you know, yep. on the side. And you set him on that path? I don't want to say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> you allowed it to, you were a neighbor. You go, no, I was more responsible for Chris Kins, to be <laughs> honest with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, Kinsey. what, who? Oh, Kins. Not guilty, Chris Kins. Yeah. So, oh, well. The law's there for a reason, isn't it? Yep. To yeah. get around. And he had a comprehensive trial. Then he had another comprehensive trial for perjury. Um, and he was acquitted on all the charges. So even though he'll always be tarred with something, he's, been he's still amongst there in the the greats of New Zealand cricket. And found innocent. Yeah, and he was. I mean, he was awesome when he watched when, when Kenzie. Kenz, yeah. Uh, Back in Black was a song. Yeah. It's out there. And just he used to pump South Africa all the time. Did you notice that? Yes. Because yeah. we were watching a replay of New Zealand South Africa 202. Oh, yes. Um, and we were about four down early. I think Lou sort of um, ran himself out. Suspiciously, and we were <laughs> four down. And uh, Kenzie came in, and you know how he was always on the front foot and just smacked it from the start. He didn't care, like if it's up, I'm hitting it. Yes, he was like that. Yes, and he basically did that. And he got a hundy and, and brought us home um, with about a ball left. Um, I think with with um, old diabetic uh, Craig McMillan. Oh yes, I don't know why I thought diabetic when because mm. he is a diabetic, but. Right. The thing that brought me to him was his diabetes, mm, which is good because that raises awareness, doesn't it? It does. I think. Um, yeah, no, Kenzie would know. He was yeah. so good to watch Smack. He was Lionhearted, eh, a champion. Yeah. Yeah. It was really yeah. good to watch. So yeah, he's still and is a great player and he's innocent. Yeah, do two that's the thing. Trials. 
Michael Jackson had two trials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we've made the waters. Yeah, don't want to muddy the waters too much. We should uh, probably move on. I do see Deco. I saw that Duco Events has filed for bankruptcy or liquidation. Yeah, as a protection, though. A couple of his businesses, I think. Is that what it is? Okay, so it's not the whole group. No. Okay. No. No. Uh, For those listening outside New Zealand, Duco is a uh, they they promote boxing and and pay per view events and things like that, and they're kind of the only only shop in town um, in New Zealand anyway, and they um, have suffered like a lot of people from um, the effects of can't put events on can't put events on mm. that's exactly it you can't have people can't do anything you know and it now, it's, it's not a good time to die if you want people to come to your funeral either no you know what I mean put it a 10 um, I don't know I think it's just we just got to keep keep going what else can we do just making you know great radio shows and stuff. Well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, drove across town for this. Exactly. <laughs> um, did you see this Christiana uh, Manua who was sent off in that Aussie netball uh, game? I, um, I I heard about it. She so got like two yellows basically. And they were outraged that they didn't reckon they were put too hard. The first one was a bit. She, uh, yeah. The second one, no, mate. That was that was just sort of they fell over, sort of right. each other. It was rubbish. It was rubbish. Um, but it happens so rarely in Nepal. It does happen occasionally. So it happened to a New Zealand player, didn't it? Like maybe a year or two back, two years. Mm. I don't know. It might have been when they were playing the men and getting beaten. And when they played the men, the Silver Ferns. So they play them every year and they always get beaten, don't they? Yeah, but they got but this was the first time it was on TV. Yeah. And everyone could just sort of see that just how <laughs> bunch of lads from K Road had yeah. actually beaten the um Yeah, the best team in the world. Yeah. A little bit embarrassing, yeah, wasn't it? For for, you know. Equality. <laughs> Can we see that still? I don't know, but it yeah. certainly was embarrassing. It was I mean, it's, it shows that your product's not really up to it. I mean, if that's, <laughs> what, but I mean, I someone like me, I'd prefer the novelty element. So I'm like, fine, I'd probably watch more inclined to watch it than another game of netball. Yeah, for me, netball, it's not the fact that it's women playing it that I don't watch it. It's the fact that it's stupid okay. because you can't shoot from outside the circle, nope. which is boring. Right, every little brush of his shirt is is contact, yep. contact wing defense. Yes, and there's too much contact, and then the, you get to have a shot, you miss it, and then there's another contact as you're taking it. You gotta stand back, and then you get another shot, yep. and it usually goes in, and that's pretty much the game. And then you go back to center. Yeah, center pass, and that's it. And the center pass hardly ever gets picked off. <laughs> it usually, you know, you usually keep possession. Yeah, um, it's just a bit boring. Yeah, I got into nipple a wee bit down. Wellington, I lived down there. Were you playing it? No, a friend of mine is um, is now wife was playing for the for the local actual the, the Capital Shakers is a Capital Shakers. Yeah, nice. uh, and so uh, through through him. Uh, Did you know him through karate? Uh, no, Blamps. Oh, okay. oh Blamps, I call it. So his his wife Katie uh, was New Zealand A netball shooter at the same time oh, okay. as Irene Van Dyke was. What was her last name? Uh, what was her maiden name? Um, it'll come back to me. Okay. It's a live show, just saying. Yeah, we'll, we'll, keep, yeah. we'll keep it moving. Yeah, um, yeah. So she was, uh, she was a uh, NZA goal shoot when Irene Van Dyke was heavy, heavy, heavy. Irene. Yep. And then she, of course Van Dyke went up to Waikato. And Irene played till she was about sixty as well, didn't <laughs> yeah, she? Like, she did. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I got into watching. It was pretty cool. It was pretty hard to explain to Raphael, who's from France, has never she's never watched a game of. It can't be that hard. You just throw the ball and someone puts it in the net. It's sort of we had, yeah, you grew up like, trying to explain cricket. I mean, cricket, cricket's a lot harder <laughs> to explain than netball. It's very yeah. Cricket's a ball. I mean, I've tried. If you've never seen cricket, you're screwed. Really, that's the wicket, and that's the wicket. Yeah, and that's then you take the wicket. But it's also not to me. It's not confusing because I've always grown up with it. But um, But explaining to a non-believer or a first timer. Yeah, and it's some of the terms and stuff that we understand. Lots of terms. Yeah, even I don't understand. Mm. So yeah, to go back to woman. Woman's (laughs) problem with cricket is that it goes all day and nothing happens. That's what they always tell you. It's like yeah, it does, but things do happen it, yeah, at opportune points quite often in the, they do I mean she's sure, well they are correct however what I do enjoy about a good game of um, you know ODI for instance mm. is that those last two overs mean something that whole day you've spent doing something yep. right now it comes out of this is it kind of like coming home and, and having a pint or something well the suspense is building yep. for far greater time than anything else true and if you've watched it even if you've just kept an eye on it kept it in the background you've you've, you've yeah, 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 you get the way but that's the thing with cricket you can have it in the background correct 
Correct. Yeah, still going. Um, just keeping your ear on, on, on what is happening. With your, da- your dad painting the roof uh, and, and listening to yep. Waddle, Waddle, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and Coney. Oh, Coney, who else is back? The Mantis. I once went to a chemist uh, when I was about 18, and Jeremy Coney was buying condoms in there. Really? True story. Oh. At least he was being safe. Wasn't he with his, <laughs> his wife? I hope I haven't thrown him under the bus. Oh, here we go. <laughs> It was some time ago. Yeah. He's probably cool. Yeah, it's all right. Sorry, sorry, Mantis, if you're listening. It's been My bad. Fantastic. My bad, bro. That, that would have been, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's married to Julie Townsend, who's a netballer. Are they That's still right. married? I'm not sure. I don't believe they are. Okay, because of the condom incident probably. I believe that I don't know. got leaked to the media. <laughs> I don't know. Social media. Um, yeah, oh, well. But that usually happens in New Zealand. You know, sports people always pair up. And Goldie and Dean Wilson, a, yep. um, they... Tupelo to and his wife or partner. Yep. Having a baby soon. Dare we say Israel Falau and, and his wife, Tutei. Maria. Yep, yep. correct. Uh, who else? Jimmy McCall, Richie McCall. Yep. Uh, there's quite a few others, I'm sure. And probably natural that, uh, I mean, to be an athlete, you've got to be a little bit... Yeah. you got to think, I mean... Was it a bit like how actors date actors? Possibly, because one can't, like, if you go back to professional athletes, one can't really justify being a sloth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's look. true. I never really thought just of it like that. Just every night and sleep in. I never really and thought of it like that. Got back in from training. Yeah. Has a protein shake. <laughs> yeah. Eats like chicken. What is rice? You going for a run? You look. I just got home, <laughs> man. <laughs> I had three beers on the way home. No, we're going for a run. <laughs> But I tell you what, you can't want to play some drums. Yeah, I see, I see your point. It's not, it's not going to work out, is it? No, and actors nah. and actors are probably the same thing. I mean, actors are... Uh, well, it will be because they couldn't marry someone from the... A Yes, yeah, <laughs> well, it's like how the gentry can't marry sort of a comedy. You yeah, know? it's a bit like that. Isn't well, it? just the way they live and the, the mm. lifestyle, and they are pretty. I'm, 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 you know, knowing some actors and yeah, they're oh, knowing some actors. Well, they're pretty out there. A girl, uh, they yeah, are out there. I know because I do a little bit of it myself. Yeah, of course, they're, I mean, they're very out and there. When they turn it on, and they turn yeah. it on with skill too. Yeah. So I can turn it on and be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but they can turn it on and go. On mess. Every part. It definitely is a skill. Not everyone can do it. No. You have to be in touch with your emotions which I'm not that's why I'd never be a very good actor right. I'm just a doofus that says one line you know what Sweet. I mean as as I just get fed it <laughs> I'm the bo- I'm bottom of the barrel <laughs> alright well you get a line yeah I'm bottom of the barrel though. not just uh, standing yeah. in the background standing in the background holding a cardboard cut up beside you exactly I've done a little bit of everything really um, a little bit of cricket commentary in the UK as you know and uh, guerrilla cricket if you guys are listening shout out to the team uh, studio located in Forest Hill in London, which is kind of Lewisham way. Um, and yeah, I go over when I'm in the UK, I, I call and actually, I, to be honest, I stayed at the uh, studio last time. There's a bedroom there as well. Um, yeah, exactly. Cause, um, you know, they take me in and I go on the air and, and talk shit a bit like now. Just do that. Yeah. And, uh, but I was awesome last time cause I was there during the world cup scene. Oh, that would be great. Uh, but I didn't stay the whole time. I had to get back to New Zealand, basically. Sorry, you just did the first few matches, weren't you? I saw four games. Um, I went to uh, Cardiff was the first one, and we basically we just slaughtered Sri Lanka. They just hadn't got out of customs yet. Do you know what I mean? They right. they just didn't look like prepared or something. Okay. And they got a hundred and I don't know seventy or something. And Guptal and Munro smashed it, and they basically got all the runs. And then until Guptal got out or something, right. and that was it. And we from go to woe from London, uh, be Paddington, wasn't it? So Paddington to Cardiff was a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. We got out. Saw about three hours of cricket, turned around, got on the train and went back. Went all the way back. Yeah. It's a big day. Yeah. I even saw Nasser Hussain sprinting down the uh, platform of the train station in Cardiff mm-hmm. um, and trying to get to first class, I, I imagine. Um, basically, and I heard him on his phone saying, the effing train's leaving now. I'm getting the early one. And this was, we'd just left the ground and we're walking and he'd been commentating the game. Oh, okay. So he'd basically said, game over, sprinting to the station. Hit, hit, oh, so he wanted 
to catch that. We didn't hang around. No. Where was the aftermatch stuff? Because by the time we got to the station, it only would have ended about 15 minutes earlier, I would think. Right. And that's it. So what was he doing? He obviously had no, and how does it, he had no interest in being there. He didn't at all. No. Which was disturbing. He was being uh, repelled, in fact. And wouldn't he have been paid for the whole day? Probably. Uh, Is there someone should come, we should be contacting it? It's Sky Sports UK. Someone with uh, James Gibbon? Yep. Look at him, though. Now, he does the rugby, doesn't he, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. But the Wilshire Sky Sports UK, doesn't he? Uh, we'll let someone know that NAS was going up. Yeah. When you have your aftermatch and the fact that he ended so early, they've got a four-hour block or whatever to still to fill. Wouldn't you sit there talking incessantly with has-beens about um, <laughs> when you were playing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in this case, I don't know what happened um, after that. Yeah. You'd think there'd be some... Maybe you had the shits or something. We could be, we could be sort of... Writing them off, and maybe he just had a problem like that. Maybe he's got Crohn's disease. We don't know. No, you don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't <Okay>. know. <laughs> but if anyone listening knows, I'll be sure to bring it up with his GP. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. Hey, mate. Anyway, that went south. Uh, pretty easily didn't it in the end um, Pat Cash has been slammed I love the word slam they use in the media um, for promoting a wildly debunked theory about coronavirus like a conspiracy sort of thing uh, but he's under fire um, and as a tennis great in Australia as a Wimbledon champion did he, no, no, he won Wimbledon no, he lost 87 finally lost that's because he had a headband eh? yeah, same headband same headband right was it that one and I got one of those I used to play a lot of tennis is he Croatian or something what's going on no no idea it was black and white okay. um, he played a great game but he just I watched I was living in oh, not living I was on holiday in Ireland at the time and um, never really watched tennis in any length or any sport at any length before but I watched Wimbledon every day and of course Pat Cash because he's from Aussie close enough to New Zealand became the guy I liked yep. I liked the way he played he's quite flamboyant he was um, I remember getting you liked flamboyant guys <laughs> I quite like this flair yeah. so they basically the um, I do recall you know Lendl fired a you know backhand or something straight at him in the net and he Ivan Ivan Lendl yeah. he just dropped to his you know, he always looked real greasy like his hair always, was yeah, always sweaty and tanned as well swarthy yeah, the funny little Adidas racket. Um, yeah, you're right. Head. <laughs> but um, but anyway, he did, he did he did enough. But anyway, come going back to cash. Yeah, it's amazing these guys with influence. But I'm not sure how much medical knowledge and advice he or, or experience he has. Mm. Starts talk, talking about COVID rumors. Yeah, because man, they light up the internet. Man, they do. And well, because everyone's bored, they're just sitting at home. There's nothing to do. But I mean, I know guys. Because I've, I've friends all used to work with them on my Facebook, and I read what they what they're saying. Mm. So, good God, outrage. Man. Yeah, good God, man, just don't burn the five G towers down mm. there. All right, bro. That's yeah. sweet. Don't do that. <laughs> Things like that. Real crazy stuff. Well, you couple that with the elections in the US and the elections in New Zealand, um, and there's a big shit storm really everywhere, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and it's not good news for sport and the All Blacks um, eight tests uh, eight or nine tests as you say that they're going to play this year that they've dreamed of playing they've dreamed of playing which aren't going to happen and I'm four sorry four or five will be Aussie but who's going to watch the fourth or fifth five tests against about. Australia yeah imagine that and that's boring it'll be boring it's just boring we'll be smashing the it's like do all, all these down to the Western Force by the, by the fifth game mm. It's like the Super Rugby Aotearoa. Yeah, it went well. The games were good, but it's all the same teams. It's going to get old. It'll get stale. I reckon another season will be all right. Yeah. Uh, unless Canterbury or Crusaders do what they did again. Nah, because if you're starting at the start of the season, there's going to be more games if there's no interruptions. There will be. So they're going to have so spread. semis there. You have to play around like 12 times or oh, something. It'd be yeah, ridiculous. Right. That would be ridiculous. So, and there'd be no one left at the end of it. that will be smashed to pieces. Yeah. You mean from the apocalypse? Or? Well, no, just from, oh, okay. just from the, just the, the, the hits that go into those games. Well, they'll have to have a squad of 1,200 or something, <laughs> won't they? Yeah. We've got an expanded squad this season. Yes. Um, anyway, that's probably enough from us. East FM 88.1, 107.1. That's been the happier. I'm Jim. He's Giller. Say goodbye, Giller, and we'll uh, take everyone back to their regular scheduled program. We'll wrap it up. Bon to the Mont. We'll see you next time. And the Sports Happy Hour was taped in front of a live studio audience. Hey. Sit, Ubu, sit. <laughs> Good dog. <laughs>